everybody and welcome to episode number 45 of on the flank i winner host john george alongside joe kirkpatrick say hello joe 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 are you joe are you there joe oh my god joe's joe joe isn't here i i don't know what to do this has never happened i i guess i'll just host this week's podcast by myself uh joe isn't here he is on vacation a well-needed vacation well-needed break uh kid has been doing tons of work taking classes this summer he's taking a week off i'm a little stuffy right now um i'm a little sick after a long fourth of july weekend and i also just got back from uh playing hoops shooting some hoops um so i'm a bit tired right now but the show must go on, and especially when I'm recording solo. I mean, this is probably the worst time for me to do this, right? <laughs> now, now that I've just listed off all those, all those things, yeah, this is definitely the worst time. I'm going solo today, and you might be thinking to yourself, this guy must have no friends if he can't get a single guest. Um, the answer to that is yes, but also, uh, I just didn't. I wanted to I wanted to try a solo one, alright? I just wanted to see how it worked, talk to myself a little bit. Um, I just want to try a solo one out because I you know, I like having guests, but it would feel weird to just bring another host on to replace Joe as well. No one can replace Joe and the way he says hi to all you guys, you know? Let's let's just jump into the week. Um so last week, Atlanta Rain, homestand in Atlanta, we got another homestand. And, uh, yeah, second, uh, yeah, this is the second homestand. First one was Dallas. This one's in Atlanta. It was a bit different this time because it was in a theater at the Cobb Energy Center. It was not in, the, the one in Dallas was more of like a stadium type feel, uh, like a sports stadium. This one was definitely a theater, um, where they have plays and sometimes concerts, uh, it definitely had more of that feel um so it was interesting to see it see it there they had like the the desk was situated in, not within like the arena part so where they were playing but it was it it seemed to be outside of that part uh sort of in the near the entrance of the theater it seemed like um so they had the desk completely separate which was interesting um because I felt a little disconnected because of that. You usually they usually have the desk set up so we can still see the stage behind it. This time that was a no go. Um, I'm guessing there's no room. I mean, it's a theater. That's not happening. Um, but yeah, they. I mean, it was another exciting homestand. Less exciting than Dallas, but the fans were out there and fantastic. Um, and by less exciting than Dallas, I mean game wise. Um, as far as the teams that were there to compete, it was definitely a little less exciting than Dallas, um, and is definitely going to be less exciting than LA's, uh, because LA has some insane teams at theirs. Um, but this one, this one was pretty fun, uh, enjoyable. The fans went nuts per usual. I very much enjoyed that, even despite the fact that Atlanta is, has been a, a mediocre team so far. Uh, they showed up, especially for the Atlanta games, obviously. Uh, and we got some show matches, too. We got Baby Bay versus Bren at the 
excuse me, at the beginning of the first game, or beginning of the first day, and then we had Mangachu versus uh, Defran and a Torboff, um, in which uh, Mangachu won, uh, and apparently Defran was drunk during. Uh, but we'll possibly get into that. I, I haven't such, I haven't made like a news section for this episode uh, because there there probably was some news. But I I it was Fourth of July weekend. I didn't make a news section, um, but I did I, I did make a summary section, and we will be doing the brackets. This one's probably going to be a shorter episode, just because I. Honestly, you guys probably don't want to just hear me rant for 60 minutes. So this is definitely going to be a shorter episode. And I'm not talking anywhere close to 60 minutes. It's probably going to be like 20 minutes. Uh, I don't know how... I don't even know if I have that much to say on my own. I don't have someone to riff off of here. Uh, and I certainly don't want to put you guys through pain of me just talking for 60 minutes. So I'm going to get through it. I'm going to get through it here. Back to the topic. The Atlanta Rain homestand. Uh, it started off with NYXL versus Florida Mayhem, um, in which uh, it was a little closer than, uh, you know, people thought it might be. It's the Florida Mayhem, you know. that We expected a 4-0, but it was actually a 3-0. Florida, Florida actually put up a fight. They took a map, they took a point in Oasis, they tied Volskaya, uh, and then they lost. Uh, that's it. I've got nothing else to say about that one. All right, next was Philadelphia Fusion versus the Washington Justice. You see what I mean about this, 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 this weekend having some poor teams there because there were some poor teams there. Um, Philadelphia Fusion is in the standings in um, overall standings in ninth, so they are in the wild card hunt right now. Uh, but the Washington Justice are certainly nowhere near ninth. Uh, and they, they lost, and that was obvious. That was obviously going to happen. They did take a map. They look competitive. And I, every time this team loses, I feel bad because it's filled with, like, Sleepy. And it's got a bunch of players that, I, I mean, I consider Sleepy to be really good. Um, and it's got a bunch of players I consider to be pretty good. Um, but they're all just kind of subpar players. They're big names, subpar players. They're the rejects of other teams. Okay, and then, of course, you had the big game of the day the Toronto Defiant versus the Atlanta Reign of which I stupidly picked the Toronto Defiant to win um Joe was right the crowd was hype uh Toronto pulling off some interesting cops at uh Volskaya Industries though I, I really enjoyed watching that one they ended up full holding um they had gods playing the May they had Mangachu on the on the Torb I can't remember what people were calling this um God, what was the name for this comp? I can't remember what this comp comp's name is. It's been used in Contenders, I think. Um, but they they ran Arissa, Widow, Torb, May, Hog, and Mercy. Um, and it worked fantastic. They full held. Um, it it's like a bunker-ish type comp because they got the tor they got the Arissa and Torb. Uh, but it's not exactly Bunker because you've got a May that that was playing sort of aggressive. You got the Widow. I mean, you just don't know who to focus down in this comp is the issue for the Atlanta Reign. Because um, he had Logics playing that Widow. Ugh, he was doing well. Um, but yeah, I, I was a huge fan of that composition. Really good stuff by Toronto. That was where Toronto was looking the best the rest of the time. 
uh, Atlanta was looking better, um, and that's why they ended up winning. Uh, and they had the full support, of course, of the home crowd there. So that's the home field advantage. I think teams teams who play at home are a total of 4-0 now. That's a spoiler for a match later. Um, but yeah, teams who play at home are 4-0 now. So home field advantage, a real thing. A real thing. Oh, wait. I didn't include Los Angeles teams. Teams who play at home in a homestand are 4-0 so far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll be it. And then you had a big upset at the end of the game. And this is, okay, despite Joe not being here, he still gratefully filled out his little game of the game of the week to rewatch and MVP of the week. Thank you, Joe. Um, and his is Guangzhou Charge versus Shanghai Dragons. And I don't blame him. This was a fantastic match, especially Horizon going to 6-5. But um, my MVP is from this game. Because there's a little name we got a lot of hype on uh, about Widowmaker, about his Widowmaker play uh, for a while now. We've, we've gotten way too much hype, in my opinion, on this guy's Widow play. It's happy. Um, he's my MVP. He actually finally lived up to the hype this week in, uh, in two fantastic games. Let me say, fantastic wins for Guangzhou Charge, where they finally looked like a good, good team. I mean, they... They've looked like a good team before, but they finally look like a great team here, uh, beating the Shanghai Dragons, who have been performing really, really well lately. This is not an upset to take lightly, uh, and then ended up ended up 4-0 in Washington Justice, looking fantastic. And this is a team that's near the bottom of the standings with the Washington Justice. Uh, actually, not anymore. After this weekend, Guangzhou Charger in 12th, so they're sneaking into the wild card into the wild card spot right now at nine and 12. Um, so that, and they're, yeah, they're on a little bit of a roll here at the end here. That's not that, not bad for the Guangzhou charge. And they went four and three in the stage too. So a good stage. Um, I agree with Joe on, on the match to rewatch kind of, but, uh, I'll, I'll give it to Toronto versus Atlanta, uh, because that's, that's the one Atlanta game that was close and you should rewatch at least one of the Atlanta games just just to see the crowd, obviously, because the crowd's hype. Uh, and then you had a game to grab that final spot in the stage playoffs between the Philadelphia Fusion and Shanghai Dragons to start off the next day. Um, and it was decently close and until that um, last map on Dorado where Shanghai ended up full holding the Fusion. Um, but they were close on every map. Uh, they went to 4-3 to three on Volskaya, so two attacks. Um, and two attacks walls on Hollywood, and Fusion ended up taking that map. But Shanghai ended up winning in the end, snagging that last stage playoff spot, so good for them. Uh, just barely squeaking in um, at 5-2. and two. So every there are no 4-3 and three teams in the stage playoffs. 5-2 um, is the cutoff. And you had shock soul. Jeez, you have so many five and two teams here. Two six and ones, and one seven and zero team in the NYXL. Uh, so yeah, Shanghai took that one. Rest of the day was four O's. Um, Guangzhou four O'd Washington, Atlanta four O'd Florida, NYXL four O'd Toronto. Uh, which completed Toronto's zero and seven stage. We've had at least one. We've had one zero and seven in each. Stage so far, uh, LA Valiant, first stage, Houston Outlaws, second stage, and now the Toronto Defiant in the third stage. And we know what happened with the LA Valiant. 
and the Houston Outlaws. Could it happen with the Toronto Defiant, too, is the question. And honestly, if it does happen, um, that wild card, that wild card, those wild card spots are still for grabs. Toronto's only two games back of that wild card uh, spot, so they could easily, easily grab a spot. Um, it's definitely doable. Uh, but yeah, so uh, that was the week. Yeah, that was the week. Uh, and I gave out. Yeah. Oh wait, I gotta give out Joe's MVP, and his is hilarious. Um, Mangachu is his MVP and it's specifically not for not for their game against Atlanta not for their game against the NYXL it is for Mangachu's 1v1 against DeFran and in parentheses on this he has put Mangachu for breaking Toronto's losing stage that's right Joe just called everybody out they aren't 0-7 they're 1-7 Mangachu got the biggest win of them all here's a pretty big uh piece of news actually that um i should probably talk about and that's kooky retiring we've got another person retiring from inaugural season of overwatch league lots of lots of those happening and they're mainly coming from players who played last season a good amount and have really starting to started to slow down here this season and not playing as much this season um players that maybe maybe think that they should go take a mental break or um go back home or just move on to a different game uh so that's what happened like crazy kooky uh also also one of those i cannot remember the exact reason why but i will look it up right now see this is also this is also really um, a thing that you would want two people on a podcast for. While I can look things up, Joe could be talking. You know, we could keep the things going. But now I had I just have to stall to remember exactly why Kooky uh, wants to retire. Yeah, Kooky was on the Soul Dynasty last year, if you guys don't remember that. Um, he was on MVP space to start it all off. Um, he was on Valiant this year, and he, he was he was getting uh, getting some playing time. He had some he's had some hard times at the beginning, apparently. Um, yeah, but it's it's competitive Overwatch play in general is is what the Valiant's tweet says. Um, so not just the Valiant, but yeah. Uh, Kooky, he's 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 been a big part of the Overwatch scene in general. So we're we're losing a pretty a pretty good player there. So that's pretty sad. But let's let's move on to the final piece of of the puzzle here today on the podcast. Uh, I feel like I got ranty there though. But let's let's move on to the final piece of the podcast. I have Joe's bracket here. I have my bracket here. Should I just pretend to be Joe for this last part? Can I get a good Joe impression going, though? I don't know. Um, what if I just talk to myself? That'd be pretty weird. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, so you, so we have uh, stage playoffs, obviously. Um, the first game is the seven seed versus the two seed, which is the Houston Outlaws at seven seed. Vancouver Titans at the two seed. Uh, Joe, 
who do you think is going to win? Uh, well, this this one's a little bit obvious, John. Um, it's going to be the Titans. Joe, you're absolutely right. It is going to be the Titans. There's no way Houston's winning. I know they had a good stage. Um, actually, I mean, this. I think this one's going to be a close one. I shouldn't be like... I shouldn't be playing this off as if it's going to be a stomp. I do think this is actually going to be a close one. Uh, but Vancouver Titans, the week before the homestand, looked like uh, immediately unstoppable on on um, on Summer Goats. Immediately. So, And that was the first week of them trying it. So, I, yeah, I, I think Vancouver adapted to this meta enough to just beat the Outlaws here. Even though I think Outlaws, if this, if I was predicting this week three, I would say the Outlaws could beat the Titans. Um, but now that we've witnessed week four, I don't think that's true anymore. So I got, I got Vancouver winning. Joe has Vancouver winning. Um, Shanghai Dragons. I'm sure Joe would say the same thing about that matchup, by the way, because we're in sync. We're both super smart people. Shanghai Dragons, New York Excelsior. This is the one seed. New York has not lost at all this stage. Um, and Shanghai Dragons, who are 5-2, and two, not bad at all this stage. Um, who'd they lose to? They lost to Guangzhou, obviously, last week. Which is crazy, because they beat Guangzhou the week before. Guangzhou really stepped up there at the end. I didn't. Even, I forgot that they, that they beat Guangzhou. Um, who else did the Shanghai Dragons lose to? The Valiant in a very close game. Um, God, but the NYXL are looking really good. I really like their somber goats with Sabiel B. Uh, it's hard to pick against them. Uh, even though the Shanghai Dragons are looking well, like very well improved. And it's, and I know it's the NYXL in the playoffs, but I'm going Shanghai Dragons. Or I mean, I'm going NYXL. <laughs> And Joe is also going NYXL. So, same pick so far. Uh, and that's just the first day. Honestly, these are really good matchups, though. I could definitely see those, despite being the 1 and 8 and 2 versus 7 matchup. And I honestly could easily see those going to, um, going pretty far in the series. It's best of 5, right? Yeah, best of 5 until, until the championship. Um, so, I could see those going 5 maps. Soul Dynasty, San Francisco Shock. This is the four versus five seed matchup. And it's a good one. Um, honestly, out of all the matches, though, I think I think this might be the furthest. I think this might be the least close match. Um, yeah, I, I do. I, I'm gonna stick I'm gonna stick by what I just said there. Um, I think San Francisco Shock is going to dominate this one, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, I don't think Soul Dynasty is up there with the Shock. I think Shock's very good. They have four seed because they just had a little bit of a rough beginning. They 4-0'd Soul this stage already. Uh, when it comes to Soul versus Shock, I just I think Soul can play a, a tight game against like Spark, Dragons, like Valiant. Anybody but the Shock, Titans, and Excelsior, Soul can play a tight game, but they just absolutely get stomped by any of these top teams anytime they play them, and I, I think it's very hard to say that they are going to play this one close. I think they get stomped again, and I think Shock wins um, in an easy, easy 3-0 victory. Um, 
let's move on to the final match, which is hung, a rematch of the Hangzhou Spark versus Los Angeles Fountain. We got a great game in week uh, four of of this stage. That was 3-2. It was super close. It was honestly up for grabs for either team there. Uh, it was really close until that final map on Oasis where Hangzhou Spark finally just took control and ended up beating LA Valiant. Uh, but both me and Joe believe that the LA Valiant are are going to know how to beat the Hangzhou Spark in this rematch here. Uh, we both picked the upset here, the six seed beating the three seed. Uh, I think both me and Joe agree that Hangzhou Spark are looking better than ever here, and they're third place overall, I think, now, too, uh, over the San Francisco Shock in the playoff stand. No, wait, they're not. I lied. They're fourth place overall. They're two games back from the San Francisco Shock. So many maps behind. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. I'm looking at the map differentials. It's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, Hangzhou Spark has really climbed to the top. They're 14 and seven overall now. Uh, they're 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 doing really really well. Uh, but Los Angeles Valiant is looking really good, really sharp. And I think this is. I mean, they might not get a chance next stage. This is their stage to do it. That's what they're going to come out and say. And. I think they beat the Hangzhou Spark, and uh, Joe also agrees with me. We agreed down the line, um, and because we agreed, we got the matchups of NYXL versus LA Valiant, and then San Francisco Shock versus the Vancouver Titans, except this time it's not in the championship. Um, what happens if... So if Hangzhou Spark would have won that game, it would have been Vancouver versus Hangzhou, New York versus San Francisco. So, uh, because of the brackets we chose, San Francisco, Vancouver, for the first time ever, will face each other um, in a stage playoffs, but not in the championship in me and Joe's bracket. Uh, and as far as that matchup goes, we both think Vancouver has it this time around. Uh, San Francisco, I th we both would agree, probably, has failed to adapt to the Somber Goats meta. Um, I mean, not completely failed, but in comparison to Vancouver, it hasn't been doing as well as Vancouver to adapting to the Somber Goats meta. And I mean, they've obviously, San Francisco is obviously attempting to adapt to it, but I think they, I think they're a little bit worse at it overall than Vancouver. Maybe they don't have the right personnel in quite yet for it. Um, but I think Vancouver has really found their stride with Stitch on Sombra. I, th I, th I think Vancouver's got it, and I think Joe agrees with me there. Me and Joe disagree on the winner of this next game. And uh, <laughs> I think... So Joe picked the NYXL to beat the Los Angeles Valiant, and that's totally fair. And I think I would agree with him. I would agree that the NYXL is better than the Los Angeles Valiant. I definitely would agree with that. I would disagree with the idea of them making a stage championship because they still haven't done it this year um, and they still haven't done it like since stage three of last year I believe oh wait no did they make yeah they made stage four championship didn't they I really screwed myself um, I forgot there was a stage four championship even but yeah they I mean ever since that playoff loss in the semifinals last year against the Philadelphia Fusion um They've been on a little bit of a playoff slump, and I believe that continues uh, this week as as they'll they'll fall to the Los Angeles Los Angeles Valley in the semifinals, in my opinion. 
Um, so me and Joe have different championship games here. And uh, mine is a rematch between the Vancouver Titans and the Los Angeles Valiant. Of course, the Los Angeles Valiant, only one of two teams to beat the Vancouver Titans this year. Uh, they're the only team to beat the Vancouver Titans in regular season matches. Uh, that doesn't include stage playoffs. So that's a, big, that's a pretty big rematch while Joe has the NYXL versus Vancouver Titans. Uh, but we both have the same champion coming out of it all at the end, and that's the Vancouver Titans. Uh, so, yeah, I think both me and Joe, like I've been saying, they just looked really good on Somber Goats. They adapted well, and we really like this team. I think we both agree that San Francisco Shock, San Francisco Shock is like the only – I mean – I've got them up against LA Valiant, but when they lost to the LA Valiant, they weren't attempting Somber Goats. <laughs> um, and now they're really good at Somber Goats, and I think better than the LA Valiant at Somber Goats, even though LA Valiant's one of the best Somber Goats teams with Shaqs. Yeah, I still think Vancouver is now better than them already, and they've only played it for one week. Just because that, just because their individual talents like through the roof, and when you saw them playing Zomber Goats and doing really well, it was like, yeah, this this team's really good. I don't know who's gonna who's gonna beat them. Uh, so yeah, both me and Joe think Vancouver's gonna take it all for their second stage championship. I would love to see someone else grab it besides San Francisco or Vancouver, and I think the best chances for those are NYXL or LA Valiant, in my opinion. Um, or Hangzhou Spark. I would also put Hangzhou Spark in that in that conversation as well. But yeah, those. I mean, that's pretty much it for the week. I miss Joe. I can't wait to have him back next week. Um, this is the end of our podcast, which means I'm doing the outro, which has changed a little bit actually. So pay attention. Um, that's right. If anyone exits during the outro usually we have new stuff so don't leave quite yet because there's new important information if you want to follow us on twitter you can follow me at jwgeorgeiv joe is at kirkpatrick underscore inc that's inc our show's twitter is at on the flank show uh joe tweets out some beautiful graphics in fact he tweeted out a fantastic graphic of our brackets already, uh, so he spoiled this podcast is what I'm trying to say. Uh, but if you haven't seen them yet, go on Twitter. They're awesome. Uh, you can email us on show at gmail.com if you have any topics you'd like us to talk about, or you can uh, tweet at us if you want. We are no longer at ontheflank.podbean.com. We are at on-the-flank.pinecast.co. Uh, that is our new website browser. Uh, so if you ever listened on Podbean or in your browser, uh, you can now go to that website. That's on-the-flank.pinecast.co. That might change in the future. I'll let you guys know on this podcast if it does. Uh, but we are also on my YouTube channel, which you are most likely going to find via my Twitter. Uh, we are on iTunes still. We're on Apple Podcasts still, Spotify, and Google Play. Um... All those, even though we, we've ditched Podbean, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, all in the same RS, same feed. So if you subscribe before, um, it should still, you should still be subscribed, except Google Play, actually. We had to change Google Play. So if you did sub via Google Play, you're going to have to go resub. Um, and we do have a new RSS feed as well. So if you're using third-party apps via, via an RSS feed, you're going to have to switch that up as well. 
Um, but yeah, new new podcast provider, new ev- new everything basically. Um, yeah, thank you guys for listening and have have a fun stage three playoff week.